Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ninety-eight-seven and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Friday, February 23rd, final Friday of the month. We have our full weather forecast coming your way, and it's pretty nice for the final week of February. So we'll have that coming up. Currently in Wichita, we do have a mostly clear sky. Breeze out of the west-northwest, it is 38 degrees. Wichita police say three men are now in custody for the fatal shooting of a young child. A 17-year-old boy, a 21-year-old man, and a 25-year-old man were taken into custody on suspicion of felony murder. Police say the 21-year-old suspect is currently on pretrial supervision for criminal discharge of a firearm into an occupied vehicle. The 25-year-old was on parole for criminal discharge of a firearm, aggravated burglary, two counts of aggravated assault, and criminal possession of a weapon. Investigators say that all three were responsible for the fatal shooting of one-year-old Tayden Anderson. It happened just after 7 Monday night in the 2500 block of South Oliver. Three adults and three children were in an apartment when shots were fired from outside. Tayden and two 24-year-old women were shot. All three were rushed to the hospital. Tayden was later pronounced dead. Formal charges are pending. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Biden administration is leveling new sanctions. That package is going against Russia today. Timed with the second anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and supplemented for the death earlier this month of Kremlin opposition leader Alexei Navalny, President Biden says a major sanctions package will be announced today. The president met with Navalny's widow and daughter Thursday. To state the obvious, he was a man of incredible courage. And it's amazing how his wife and daughter are emulating that. Officials say new sanctions will target Russia's military industry and revenue sources. Since the invasion of Ukraine, scores of Russian banks and individuals have been cut off from foreign markets and had assets frozen. In Washington, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Wichita's $80 million multi-agency center is going to be in or near downtown. The center focusing multiple resources in one location to give people without a home a chance to get on their feet. Choice comes down to a couple of final options, the old Riverside Hospital at Central and McLean or Humankind's campus downtown. City and county leaders saying that the old Riverside location has a good foundation already in place. 
The old hospital in West Wichita could be the ideal spot for the MAC campus, a facility that will feature a navigation center to point unhoused people to the right resources, shelter space, and affordable housing to transition hundreds to permanent housing. But it's not a done deal yet. The Humankind Ministries campus downtown, as we said, is also an option. Wichita police are investigating a murder. It began as a domestic violence call. This happened just before 2 in the morning yesterday in the 8100 block of East Harry at Page Place Apartments near Harry and Rock. 26-year-old Adriana Hidalgo was killed. 38-year-old suspect has been arrested after fleeing to Junction City. Wichita police said that suspect was on pretrial supervision for an aggravated battery charge, and he will be returned to Wichita to face potential murder charges. The United States Army honored Colonel Frank Rubio yesterday for setting the record for the longest space flight in American history. Colonel Rubio spent 371 days in space during a mission which saw him deployed to the International Space Station in September of 2022. The Secretary of the Army, Christine Wormuth, praised Rubio as a role model. You are a stellar example of the Army's core values and what it means to lead a life of service. Colonel Rubio says it was the Army that established the foundation for his accomplishments in space. They take young men and women and they shape us and mold us, and then eventually we become leaders of our nation, which is pretty incredible. He added that he is still humbled by the chance to be one of the few to represent the U.S. in space and that he hopes to return there one day. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. A new poll released yesterday shows Medicaid expansion as popular with Kansas Republican voters, despite party leadership's opposition. Public Opinion Strategies did the poll. It's a company that does primarily uh, polling for Republican candidates, including Kansas U.S. Senators Jerry Moran and Dr. Roger Marshall, as well as former Kansas Attorney General Derek Schmidt. So why does that matter? Well, the poll showed 68% of registered voters, 51% of likely Republican primary voters, and 83% of small business owners were questioned favoring expanding Medicaid. A Guinness World Record, and we'll see if that claim is legit. And Google with some explaining to do. Yeah. Hello, AI. Another great issue here. And, of course, our full weather forecast. We are off and running here on this Friday morning, February 23rd, right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's 6.10 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. 
Well, the results are in from Guinness World Records about a pooch whose owner claimed that it was the oldest dog ever. Guinness ruled a Portuguese dog that died last February can no longer hold the title of oldest canine ever. Bobby was said to be born May 11, 1992, and reported to be 31 when the pooch passed away. The guard dog lived on a farm with its owner, who proudly proclaimed the canine as the world's oldest living dog and oldest dog ever. Guinness said it considered pictures and video, adding a lack of evidence from Bobby's microchip data left them with no conclusive evidence of Bobby's date of birth. The director of records pointed out that Bobby was a purebred Jafero Dualentejo that has an average life expectancy of about 10 to 14 years. C.J. Papa, Fox News. Well, Google with some explaining to do after a number of people using Google's new Gemini generative AI noticed that pictures created of real or imagined people were portrayed as anything but white males. A user of Google's Gemini AI posted results of a query asking for pictures of a pope. In the Catholic Church, popes are male, and there's yet to be one in modern times who isn't white. But the generated images showed women and men of color, sometimes wearing non-Catholic garb, along with papal robes. For another, an image created to be of George Washington showed him with black skin and African features. Google says Gemini obviously is missing the mark, and they've turned off the AI's ability to create images of people while they address the matter of inaccuracies. Eben Brown, Fox News. We're coming up on 612 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And, of course, we'll be keeping you updated all morning long with our traffic situation on a Friday morning commute with Jad Chambers. And right now in traffic, well, things are looking pretty good. We do have one spot of some really heavy traffic, 37th Street North, and it is between Hydraulic and Hillside eastbound. Uh, some really heavy traffic right there. Uh, otherwise, at the moment, traffic volume still kind of thin, and so things looking pretty good. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And here on this final Friday of the month, heading into the weekend, let's take a look at the weather forecast. Check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky, cool across Wichita and south-central Kansas this morning, but more warmer-than-average weather. That pattern continues again today. Sunny and a bit breezy with a high 66. Clear this evening as the frontal boundary pushes through our low 36. Slightly warmer Saturday with a high 68. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And currently in Wichita, it is mostly clear. We have a breeze out of the west-northwest. It is 38 degrees here on this Friday morning, February 23rd. 613 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. A trial in New York in which three collectibles experts are charged with conspiring to obscure the ownership of handwritten lyrics to songs by the Eagles is revealing some of the inner workings of the band. A recording of a decades-old phone call between biographer Ed Sanders and the Eagles manager, Irving Azoff, was played in court. Azoff says that Glenn Fry was fine with a book about the band, but the book faced an obstacle because, in Azoff's words, it's just that I have a pampered rock star here, unquote. When asked <laughs> who that pampered rock star was, Azoff testified, well, probably all of them. Azoff also said it's going to come down, it's going to come out when uh, God Henley says it can Mm. An apparent reference to Don Henley. Right. Yeah, so they're still dredging up a lot of that yeah. stuff. That's so bad. <laughs> uh, one of Mississippi's public universities is pausing its effort to switch to a name that doesn't include the word women. The president of Mississippi University for Women, Nora Miller, says in a statement that students, alumni, and others should have more discussion on the matter. 
The university in Columbus, Mississippi, has enrolled men since the early 1980s. About 22% of the current students are male. But university leaders say having women in the name makes recruiting more difficult. That's what's going on in Hmm. Mississippi. Hey, we're going to flash back to 70 years ago on this day. Uh, kind of an important day in uh, healthcare history in the United States. Seventy years ago on this day, the first mass inoculation of children against the polio virus. It began today in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Working at Pittsburgh University's Virus Research Laboratory, a 40-year-old Dr. Salk labored three years, often 16 hours a day, six days a week, to painstakingly perfect a vaccine before its mass testing. The serum contains polio virus which, although killed, still has power to stimulate the body into producing millions of protective antibodies in the bloodstream, building a wall between children and paralytic polio. Early production of the virus vaccine was difficult, limiting the experiment. Even so, it was the largest such medical test ever attempted. 440,000 youngsters in 44 states were inoculated with the Salk vaccine, 210,000 received dummy shots, And more than a million other children were observed in comparison. Not a single child who completed the Salk vaccinations died of paralytic polio. Yeah, eradicating something that had plagued humanity for a long, long time. That was only 70 years ago. 70 years ago today, the first mass inoculation of children taking place in the United States against polio. 6.15 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS on this Friday morning. Uh, Did you... Anything going on in your world, Jad? Huh. Anything going on in my world? No. Not really. It's been kind of quiet. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. It, it really is. It's yeah, it's, yeah. It's nice to kind of wind down sometimes. So yeah, things are things are more or less normal for me at the moment. Last night I had an outing at the theater. I went to see the full Monty at the Forum downtown opening night in fact yeah well, their run of the of the full monty you've been in the full i monty was in before. that show at the forum nine yes. years ago so that's a I, better way to put it you've been in that show yeah <laughs> so it was interesting seeing it from a from the audience perspective this time yeah being on stage for that one but had a good time last night saw a lot of folks i knew and all right and if you want to go check out the full monty it's opened at the forum and they'll be running that for the next few weeks on thursday friday saturdays and Sundays. yeah I keep meaning to get out to a uh, Wichita Wings match, and I, I, I haven't yet. I keep Soccer meaning team. to. Yeah, yeah. They, they're in a stretch here, a weird stretch in the schedule where they don't even play a game for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were in a stretch where they were playing a lot of weekends, but now they're, they're not playing until March. So. There were at least two weekends before when I was, I was going to go up there, and then you know, my hours sometimes going on a, on a Friday doesn't necessarily work out because by the time I – Okay, it's time to go. I'm too tired. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah. It is 617 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS, and let's see what's going on in sports. Got a busy weekend coming up. We'll start out with college men's basketball. The Shockers only have two home games left in the season at Coke Arena. The next one is coming up on Sunday afternoon as the Shockers host the Temple Owls in this one. Uh, Temple has not won a road game since the week before Thanksgiving. They've lost seven straight road games. More road troubles. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the Shockers have won nine games on home court and look to get another one on Sunday. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame coverage at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. The game will tip off at 3 o'clock Sunday at Coke Arena. 
Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. College basketball tomorrow for Kansas State and Kansas. Kansas State Wildcats are hosting 21st-ranked BYU. K-State trying to snap a three-game skid. BYU has won five of seven, including a win over K-State. Live coverage of the Wildcats begins at noon tomorrow, and that is on your home of K-State basketball, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. In Lawrence tomorrow, we have ninth-ranked Kansas hosting Texas. KU has won 18 straight games on home court. Jayhawks are in third place right now in the Big 12 Conference. That'll tip off at 5 p.m. tomorrow, and that'll be nationally televised on ESPN. The Wichita State baseball team is off to a 2-1 start on the season, and the Shockers will play this weekend in Jacksonville, Florida. Three games in three days. First one up is this afternoon at 1 o'clock, hosting undefeated 14th-ranked Virginia. The Shockers play Auburn, another undefeated team, at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. That game will be right here, Saturday's game on KNSS. And then on Sunday at 11 a.m., the Shockers take on 18th-ranked Iowa. Today's game and Sunday's game's over on KFH. Tomorrow's game here on KNSS. Juco men's basketball. I think I'm going to predict that Butler Community College will win this game. 19th-ranked Butler visiting Independence. Okay. A team on a 25-game losing streak. Butler comes in on a four-game winning streak, 21-5 and on the season, and ranked 19th in the nation. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 345 tomorrow afternoon, and that game will be on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Yeah, you never say something's a sure thing, but eh, uh, eh, yeah. yeah. Mm. The Wichita State women's basketball team is on the road tomorrow visiting Charlotte. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker Ladies at 2.45 tomorrow afternoon. That game will be right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. State High School Wrestling. It's state championship weekend. In fact, state wrestling tournaments are underway. Day one of three days of competition started yesterday. And it'll wrap up today and tomorrow. The 6A and 5A boys are at Hartman Arena up in Park City. After one day of competition in Class 5A, Goddard is in first place. And among the smaller schools up in Salina, Rose Hill is in first place after day one in Class 4A. And we've got girls rest state wrestling going on, too. The 6 and 5A schools up at Hartman Arena, the smaller schools in Salina. Good luck to all our wrestling teams. Big, huge event every February in the state of Kansas. National Hockey League last night. The Toronto Maple Leafs win in Vegas. Beat the Golden Knights 7-3. Getting time at center for the Maple Leafs. Former Wichita Thunder player Bobby McMahon had an assist. As uh, he got an assist on a goal that put Toronto up 3-0 in the first period. The Maple Leafs and Bobby McMahon now on a six-game winning streak. Maple Leafs still in third place in the Atlantic Division. Pro basketball in the NBA yesterday. The Toronto Raptors win at home, and they beat the Brooklyn Nets 121-93. Coming off the bench for the Raptors, Wichita's Grady Dick, the rookie out of KU, seven points and four rebounds. And another Jayhawk off the bench for the Raptors, Ochai Abaji with two points and a couple of assists. Toronto snaps a three-game losing streak. The Raptors are four and a half games back for a playoff spot in the NBA. And a happy birthday today to my nephew Mitchell who's turning 24 years old tomorrow. Former City League basketball star, and now he's out of college and he's got a real job.
Happy birthday tomorrow to my nephew, Mitchell, up in Kansas City. Happy birthday, Mitchell. Hey, that's sports brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center, a safe healing environment. Caring employees that fully understand recovery from addiction. Bel Air Recovery Center. They improve the lives they touch. It is 622 with Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. General well-being. Is there another component to that? Well, we'll find out more on A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. That's coming up next on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning. It is 631. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Friday, February 23rd, currently in Wichita. It is clear sky. It is 36 degrees. One person injured after a shooting. In the 300 block of South Poplar in East Wichita early last evening, just to the south of Douglason Grove, officers responding to another incident in the area heard the gunshot and then went to investigate. Officers found a man in his 30s with critical injuries. He was hospitalized. The man now in stable condition and uncooperative with investigators. South Carolina's Republican primary is tomorrow. If you believe in the polls, former President Trump is far ahead of his lone challenger and the former governor of the state, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley sees the polls. She told Fox's America's Newsroom she doesn't have to win her home state tomorrow to stay in the race. But it certainly has to be better than what I did in New Hampshire, and it certainly has to be close. She accused former President Trump of talking incessantly about his legal issues. Trump told a Fox News town hall this week the legal cases against him are forms of election interference. Nikki has no chance, but if she ever did, they would go after her the same way. But Haley was asked why she can't seem to stop Trump, whose numbers seem to rise with every legal filing or appearance. Just wait. March, April, May, June. The months, she says, when the former president will be stuck in courtrooms. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A group is working to turn a Wichita church into a drug and alcohol rehab facility south at 31st and Seneca. The president of Adult and Teen Challenge, Wayne Gray, told the Wichita Metropolitan Planning Commission that They'll have security in place to elevate, uh, alleviate concerns of people in the neighborhood. We're just trying to help people. As we know, there's uh, so much of our crime, so much of everything that, that happens is because of drug-related offenses and different things. And we're just, we feel like we can help the community by helping those that are struggling uh, with addiction. And the rezoning request will now go to the city council for final approval. As the United States works on getting more aid to Ukraine, naval warfare experts say the Pentagon is learning from Ukraine's use of autonomous weapons. This after its military claims it sank one of Russia's amphibious assault ships in the Black Sea last week. Ukraine doesn't have a navy, but it has used small sea drones and anti-ship cruise missiles to take out one-third of Putin's Black Sea fleet. Since Russia's invasion, the Pentagon has realized how weak its supply chain for ammunition here in the U.S. was, with a single factory making 155-millimeter shells in Scranton, Pennsylvania. More than 28,000 shells are now being produced a month, up from 15,000 before the invasion. The Pentagon, with help from Congress, has invested $1.5 billion in new factories across the country, with a goal of producing 100,000 shells a month by next year. At the Pentagon, Jennifer Griffin, Fox News. 
Newly filed court documents reveal the man accused of stealing a Jackie Robinson statue from a Wichita park last month admitted to the theft in an interview with law enforcement. The court documents says the suspect, 45-year-old Ricky Alderetti of Wichita, admitted to helping steal the statue from McAdams Park in late January. Alderetti said during that interview with Sedgwick County Sheriff's Investigations that he was at a drug house the night of the incident and his friend came to the house to pick him up. Another man at the house told Alderetti and his friend that he had to he had work for them to do and mentioned something about scrap metal, according to the court document. The man uh, brought a large concrete saw directing Alderetti and his friend to 17th Street, where Alderetti said that there was a ballpark with the Jackie Robinson statue. Property valuations in Sedgwick County going up again. Six in ten homes are going to see their values go up this year, and with that comes the likelihood of higher property taxes. Local and state lawmakers are looking for ways to give homeowners some relief. The question is, how should the state provide that relief? Well, just this week, the Kansas legislature was not able to override the governor's veto on a larger so uh, flat tax bill. That would have included a measure making it so homeowners don't have to pay property tax for the statewide school levy on the first $100,000 of their home's value. Once again, that measure failed on the governor's veto. A free agent punter is getting a second chance with the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are signing free agent punter Matt Ariza. He was known as the punt god at San Diego State before being drafted by the Buffalo Bills in 2022, but was later released by Buffalo after being accused of gang raping a 17-year-old girl at an off-campus party. The suit was dismissed this past December after an agreement was reached with the girl, identified only as Jane Doe. Ariza never faced a criminal charge. His agent, Joe Linta, releasing a statement on X saying, quote, Matt has been to hell and back in the last 18 months. He handled himself with grace and humility that is truly inspiring. Matt can now move forward knowing that this ordeal is behind him. Tony Genualdo, Fox News. The United States one step closer to returning humans to the moon. A giant leap for the future of private space exploration. For the first time in 50 years, the U.S. is back on the moon. A private lunar lander touching down on the moon's south pole. Odysseus's condition isn't immediately known, but it's reportedly sending a weak signal back to NASA control in Houston. Only five countries have ever achieved a lunar landing. The craft is part of NASA's hope to commercialize moon deliveries ahead of the planned return of the astronauts. And... I'm going to tell you who did that report. <laughs> that was Fox's Kevin Cork with that report. Thank you, Kevin. It is 637 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at our weather forecast heading into the weekend with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A dry, quiet weather pattern continues here in Wichita today. A nice start to our morning, then mostly sunny and breezy throughout the afternoon. Our high 66. Clear tonight. Tarlow 36. Breezy Saturday with a high 68. Warming to 72 on Sunday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the northwest. Clear sky. It is 36 degrees on this Friday morning. 637 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Here on as we head into the final weekend of the month. There are only four panda bears remaining in the United States. Only four. But many zoos around the globe still have the black and white bears on loan from China, but not not much here. Yeah. Yesterday, China announced it will be sending a pair of pandas to the San Diego Zoo. No. All right. 
In the meantime, right now, the only U.S. zoo with pandas is Atlanta. Most pandas live in China. Visitors there can see them in a lot of zoos. There are more than 1,800 estimated to exist in the wild. Outside of China, uh, the playful bundles of fur can be seen in person at zoos anywhere from Germany to Mexico. A few in Atlanta, and it looks like San Diego is going to get some soon on the panda bears. All right, it's 638 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And now let's check in, get some good information. It's the Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Ted and Jed. There has been no reported cash cattle trade in our feed yards as of yet this week. The cattle complex had a wild trading session Thursday as they traded two-sided. Several contracts made new highs for the current move to the upside. Then they sold off those highs. At the close, the live cattle were negative and the feeder cattle were mixed on bull spreading action. Now, today is the monthly cattle on feed report with the January placements being estimated at their lowest level of the past 17 years. Lean hogs made new highs for the current move and closed positive yesterday. Yesterday's close saw April live cattle $1.15 lower at $186.55. April feeder cattle $0.77 cents higher at $256.70. And April lean hogs $1.22 higher at $87.20. The wheat, corn, and soybean futures Thursday were unable to hold their session highs and closed on the negative side. There was no fresh news. It was the same old story being repeated yesterday. Export sales will be out this morning at 7.30, and today is expiration of March options. At the moment, March, or I should say May, Kansas City wheat's a penny and a half higher at 5.73. May corn's two and a half higher at 4.21. May soybeans two and a quarter higher at 11.54 and three quarters. April crude oil trading a dollar twenty lower at seventy seven forty one. April gold five and a half dollars higher two thousand thirty six twenty. The March S and P four and a half points higher fifty one hundred two and a quarter. The March dollar index twelve cents lower at one hundred three dollars seventy five cents. And the March Dow Jones futures up sixty five points at thirty nine thousand one eighty eight. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using eight six six go to Tom. All right, the exports report, is that a big deal? Uh, it's a weekly report. It usually comes out on Thursday mornings, Ted. Monday's holiday pushed it back to Friday. Uh, it's something that does not always move the market, but the disappointing thing is our exports for the last several months have been on the uh, lacking side. In other words, we're not seeing good export sales. Our commodities are not uh, competitive in the world market. That's not good. No. Well, let's take a look at the, what that report has to say. What's what have you? What's Tom Leffler got going on for the weekend? You know, I'm not really sure yet. Uh, I have to wait and see how today ends. Today's going to be a busy day with that kettle and feed report coming out, and I'll just have to figure that out later. I haven't even given it a lot of thought yet, Ted. That's one of those days. You're a busy person, so you got things to do. We'll let you go. Have a great weekend. Thank you. That is the Commodities Update every weekday morning at this time with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. It is 641 with Steve and Ted here on KNSX. We're going to talk about tax deadlines with the money tracker, Don Grant. He'll be here before too long. Tax deadlines. Listen up. KNSS News Time is 641. 647 with Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Be sure to keep it here. Coming up shortly, the Money Tracker with Don Grant. Now, Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. 
The Biden administration leveling new sanctions. That package is going against Russia today. A man was shot early last evening in Wichita, south of Grove and Douglas, hospitalized in critical condition. He has not been cooperative with investigators. Three men are now in custody after a one-year-old boy was shot and killed this week in South Wichita. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The gasoline prices in Wichita, of course, they jumped up to two ninety-nine a gallon. We've got some stations backing off of that. In fact, the uh, best I've seen out there was two seventy-nine a gallon near Kellogg and Mays Road. Uh, otherwise, I've seen a few other stations as low as two eighty-three a gallon or so. But uh, two ninety-nine still pretty common. Traffic update from ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And let's take a look at the weather forecast heading into the final weekend of the month. It'll be a breezy day today, a high of 66 degrees under a mostly sunny sky. Tonight, low down to 36 under a clear sky. Then looking ahead for the weekend, a high Saturday, 68 degrees on a breezy day tomorrow. And a high Sunday of 72, warming up on Sunday. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the northwest, clear sky. It is 36 degrees on our way to a high of 66. Hey, you know what makes a great gift? Anything from the Monarch. Yeah, shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, glassware, apparel, and more. That's the Monarch on West Douglas right there in historic Delano. What a great place to hang out. The Monarch. It is 649 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And uh, let's see, true or false, the Florida Everglades is the largest swamp in the United States. Think of Everglades, alligators, crocodiles. Washington, D.C. Yeah, Don Grant. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. Sorry. The Everglades are actually not a swamp. They are a wetland. Oh. Getting all nerdy on you here. Yeah. The largest swamp in America is is in Louisiana, actually. Yeah. Where Louisiana has one point that uh, 1.4 million acre Atchafalaya Basin. Wow. Two and a half times more productive than the Florida Everglades, so it says. Wow, productive at what? Yeah. Smell? Yeah, productive. I'm not sure what productive means <laughs> in that in that context. But there you go. You can impress your friends and say, "Whoa, swamp! <laughs> no, a swamp a in the swamp. U.S. in Louisiana." Well, San Francisco Bay is not a bay; it's an estuary. Well, yeah. Or as uh, Pete Seeger said, "It's a garbage dump." Remember that song he did? <laughs> oh God! Trashing in the San Francisco Bay. Wow. Six fifty with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's get a reminder on how the stock market fared yesterday. The major averages having their best day of the year with the Dow and S and P five hundred notching new record closes after chip giant Nvidia reported much stronger than expected quarterly results, which boosted the broader market and the tech sector. Nvidia stock rose over sixteen percent after the chip giant turned in quarterly sales that tripled on the year. And social media platform Reddit has filed to go public, marking the first major tech initial public offering of the year. The Dow winners, Salesforce, Microsoft, and IBM. The Dow decliners, Verizon, Walgreens, Boots Alliance, and Nike. The Dow up 457 points and crossing 39,000 for the first time. The Nasdaq up 461. S&P 500 up 105. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Tax deadlines. Mm. Everybody listen up. Here he is. (laughs) Going to give us all the details. It's... 
The Money Tracker, Don Grant, CFP, live in studio. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Ted and Jed. You know, if you're anything like me, you have procrastinated. Oh, I'm like you. <laughs> or or you're, wait, you're still waiting on your darn 1099s. I mean, they've given them till Still trickling in. Oh, yeah. it's it's. I thought the deadline was the January 31st. It was, but, but there was so much accounting. I feel like accounting. I got one just in the last week. Yeah, no, it, there was so much accounting, and they've had to issue preliminaries and then uh, follow-ups and then corrections that they just said the IRS. Is letting them just it's oh. it's a wild west out there. Oh, great. But anyway, many of you probably have not finished your tax act, just like me. And I have that tax uh, that stack of tax stuff, you know, that has I throw all my ten ninety nines, fifty four ninety eights, piles of receipts, and all those uh, ancillary business deduction stuff. Heck, I'm 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 organized for the big stuff, but but I still have a lot of stray like deductible paperwork that I need to tally for my CPA to deal with. And it, it reminded me to look up some of those deadlines that we all need to know to follow to avoid the wrath of the IRS. First of all, your final estimated tax payment for 2024 was due, it was due on January 16th. Now, self-employed must pay estimated taxes every quarter, and the first payment for 2024 is due on my birthday, dun, 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 April 15th, with subsequent deadlines of June 17th, September 16th, and final payments of January 15th of 2025. It's generally on the 15th of each of those months, but if they fall on a, a, a weekend, then it changes. So early bird filers could file electronically as early as January 12th. Uh, would have all done that, but the IRS did not begin processing 2023 returns until January 29th. April 15th, as I mentioned, is the deadline for filing 2023 taxes and for any extensions. If you file for an extension, you're going to need to have all those taxes for 2023 paid up by then, or you could face interest and penalties. The current interest rate on monies that have not been paid has been bumped up from last year. It's now 8% they'll pay, you'll have to pay them. Penalties will cost 5% of the amount due each month with a max of 25% a year. That sounds like one of those, 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 those tax, those, those lending places on the corners, you know, the 900% interest. But anyway, to file an extension, you can get it automatically by filing IRS Form 4868. That extension uh, gives you until October 15th to file your full return. But again, all taxes for last year have to have been received by the IRS by the aforementioned April 15th deadline, or you'll get those taxes and penalties. If you were affected by recent natural disasters, you will get some extra time to file. Victims of December storms and tornadoes in Tennessee have until June June 17th to file their federal taxes to make their 2023 tax payments. You'll find uh, whether a natural disaster in your area qualifies you for late filing by going to irs.gov, that website that they have, and search for tax relief in disaster situations. I actually looked it up, and there's there's a bunch of them. And, of course, if you have any questions on this, you can give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267 600 so you were born on tax day, tax day. I was day. born on tax day. Yeah, unfortunately, my dad was probably kind of, probably kind of mad. You know, I don't get another deduct- deduction until next year, you know, for this guy. But uh, anyway. So, you know, yeah. we have two uh, massive luminaries in this town that have that birthday. Bonnie Bing, of course. I, I also, knew yeah, that. You and Bonnie Bing have the same birthday. Oh, yeah. We're out celebrating all the time Former together. Former Wichita Eagle rider. Yeah, yeah. I figured yeah. you two were hanging out, especially oh, yeah. on April We go 15th. to the Candle Club on <laughs> April 15th. Yeah.
<laughs> what's going on? Uh, what's going on in your weekend? Well, new puppy in the house. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a pure lab, but it's half Euro lab, which was from a silver silver lab mother, and uh, and not not that big of a dog, and I wanted a smaller lab. Okay. And then a father was a was a yellow lab. He's about three years old, and um, rambunctious little guy. Just brought him home last night, and of course we're not letting him on the bed. Um, I mean, we'll let him up there to play, but not to you sleep. You got to have some kind of boundaries to begin well, with. Well, because he's going to be, you know, you know, sixty some odd pounds, and you don't want to, you, you know, get, to be yeah. moving that around right. when I need my my real estate on the bed. So anyway, so he yelped for about a about an hour and a half in his little crate. And uh, and we knew he'd just wear himself out. Got up this morning, just sure enough, licking and jumping, hey. and, and took him out, and he pooped for the first time. And are you describing great. the dog or you? No, that was me. Okay, and the All dog right. is great too. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> All right, well, so that that's going to fill the excitement to your life exactly. Yeah, yeah, you've got cats, right? I got two kitties. Yep. Did you train them at all? Oh no. <laughs> to do what? I don't know. I don't no, know. No, I don't have time for that. Okay, but they automatically do from they're, from yeah. when they're kittens, they learn to go in their little thing. I got them as adults; they're in charge. Okay, okay. Oh, you with that kind of training? Yeah, no, yeah. they're fine. They're good. Okay, they're good to go. Good, good. Yeah, they got you trained. Exactly. Yeah, that's the way it should Me, be. Me, it's a different story. All right, yeah. thanks for checking in with us. Have a good weekend. Hey, you too. Thank you, Don. That is the Money Tracker, Don Grant, CFE, every weekday morning, right here with Stephen Ted on KNSS. We've got a big seven o'clock hour coming up. News, sports, business, weather coming your way. We'll tell you about uh, a U.S. senator from Kansas, a roundtable discussion on human trafficking. Those details are coming up. KNSS News Time, 657. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.